MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. We're off and running on a Tuesday evening alongside a man who played for a team that is currently ranked in the top 25 of the Associated Press's poll. That's Sean King. I am Tim Murray. How you feeling today, Sean? I feel good, man. I feel really good. Uh, NBA starts tonight. Yeah, we've got two games on the slate. Yeah, Puck Shadamas has a play that he likes. Ooh. Uh, and I've gotten over the fact that there was not many, but a touchdown scored last <laughs> night, so I did not hit my no-touchdown prop. Yeah, a whopping two touchdowns and another thrilling primetime NFL game, but we did not care because we were able to cash some tickets. That's right. Plus four. Well done. Russ Wilson, you know, some people not calling him great right now. I think he's great. Covered last night. Good teams win. Great teams cover. That's, what That's I, our motto. That's what I have to say. As the Denver Broncos get the cover, the Los Angeles Chargers get the win. And the Denver Broncos now two and four. And I saw this stat, Sean, because all that we could talk about last year was, oh, man, you get this Broncos team a quarterback. Woo! Watch out. Hmm. Well, they went out and got themselves a quarterback, or so they thought. They are averaging 15 points per game through their first six games this year. I believe last year they were averaging around 21. What is wrong with Russell Wilson? Because you look at those stats right there, 15 to 28, doesn't look great. He was 10 for 10 to start the game, so that means 5 for 18 
to close it out? Uh, I think it was three of 11. Uh, let me explain how hard it is to throw 15 yards in a dome. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't inclement weather. It wasn't freezing. It wasn't raining. You know, it wasn't unbelievably windy like uh, Bill's Patriots last year. It was a controlled environment on fake grass. Perfect conditions. Uh, I think he threw for 11 yards in the second half. I'm not 15 yards. I'm not mistaken. A second. Is, is that good? You now you played the position in the league, Sean. I'm pretty sure right now, as I sit here, I can go out this Sunday <laughs> and I can get you 15 yards worth of completions, <laughs> and I have. Trust me. So I, I want to point something out. Our guy Charge from the camper. He, I think he was a little tough on himself last night, but sometimes you just. You, you don't get dealt the right cards. What, Joshua Kelly? I mean, Josh <laughs> Kelly gets hurt. He doesn't come back in the game, so he's out. Apparently, Nathaniel Hackett didn't want to give the ball to Melvin Gordon last night, so it was Latavius like he Murray. Had three for eight yards and then they in, like, the first two series and yanked him. Just, I don't think he got another ball. No, it was all Latavius Murray. What I will give Charch a, a massive props on was his handicap on Mike Williams because he said Patrick Sertan's going to lock him up and he's not going to get the ball. The over-under on receiving yards last night for Mike Williams was around 70. He had two catches for 17 yards and charged love the no at minus 155 on the touchdown prop. So I know he's probably, you know, kicking himself. He's, he's out hiking, you know, searching for dinner tonight. You know, looking for that bison walking around in the Twin Cities. Maybe he could shoot it with a bow and arrow. Or he'll just go to the Starbucks next door and, you know, get himself like a, that double Gouda bacon sandwich. Um, but all in all, I, I got to give props to Charts because I thought he was dead on on his, uh, his, his breakdown of what to expect from Mike Williams. It's interesting because he was targeted six times. So it wasn't a situation where he wasn't getting looks. How about this? Uh, 28 targets between Austin Eckler and Palmer, and neither one of them eclipsed 60 yards in receiving. Chargers get it done. And they still won the game. Like, you've got to be so frustrated if you're this Denver defense because they are playing that uh, uh, win the division, you know, move way in deep into the AFC playoffs fashion, and they're getting no support, no help whatsoever from the offensive side of the ball. They have now lost back-to-back games, allowing 19 and 12 points and you can go a little further because both those games with the overtime allowing 16 and nine points yeah it's got to be a little frustrating i just don't know if the both teams are going to be terrible why not just not score a touchdown <laughs> i mean let me prosper too man i mean geez by the way the uh, denver broncos play the mighty and four and two new york football jets this weekend where the jets are a one-and-a-half-point road underdog. I feel like if you're going to tease a game this week, my goodness gracious, you got to put the Jets in a teaser, right? Uh, or is that a trap situation? That, is... might be, that might be a little bit too good to be true uh, type of situation going there. There's so. some stinky lines out there. That's well, all I'm going to say. There's definitely one. Uh, there's a couple in college football that are peaking my interest. Are 5-1. Getting three on the road in Jacksonville? Like, come on, man. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. yeah, come on. Interesting. All right. A lot going on, as uh, as we always let you know. We have a big show ahead. Uh, Cody Decker, former 
San Diego Padre, oh. our good friend, won us some money on the Seattle Mariners in the wild card round. And we will get his thoughts on the NLCS because remember, Cody, the last time he joined us was, uh, was not very complimentary of the Philadelphia he Phillies. Wasn't. He wasn't high on the Phillies at all, but no one was. No, and yeah. their their bats have come alive, and uh, they're rolling right now. So we'll see what his thoughts are on this NLCS. I don't know if the AL this ALDS will not be over yet, but we can kind of speculate uh, what he expects as the New York Yankees right now lead the Cleveland Guardians five to one in this. Spot. I took the Yankees and the over uh, six and a half. All right, let's hopefully get there. It's five to one right now. Puxradamus has a play tonight. Um, I like the Ottawa Senators zero and two at home. Playing the Boston Bruins, 3-0. Terrible scheduling spot for Boston. I think we have a graphic for this. Yeah, scintillating uh, game yesterday. Yeah. Oh, we got to work on the pictures. I mean, <laughs> does somebody hate me just putting these pictures together? <laughs> like from now on, I've, I've got I've to get approval from now on. Anytime my, my likeness is going on a graphic, I've got to okay it. This is the second day in a row. <laughs> I mean, they got me standing next to a crocodile and a red light. You know, they put out yesterday talking about a... Uh, so long to Survivor. And today, I mean, I got a, who is that, Abe Lincoln beard or something? What the world like this going on? I think we're... Nah, nah, nah. I got to okay all the, all the visual nah. situations. I okayed it. I, I think mean, it looks look, great. Oh, my hat's crooked. I think it looks great. My beard's one color. My mustache is another. I think it looks really good. Nah, no, it doesn't. look like my nightlife impact in my day life. Like, I got to get involved Isn't in it what's though? going on. No, it's not. Not at all. <laughs> I, I do I do appreciate what what they put together yesterday, even though it was uh, laughing at our dismise, despise, dis, dis, uh, our, People liked that one. That one was good. Yeah. Because that's from Happy Gilmore. That's I, hilarious. It was, it was too soon for me. The wound was was still open, and I hadn't I hadn't closed the wound and, and put aloe on it, you know, butterfly it, you know, so they could heal yet. So you you've had a little distance. I did. I had time. I had an extra week. You know, see the moon come up like, you know, seven, eight times. I, I still was, was relatively in that 24-hour cycle where I needed to mourn. Cody Decker, as mentioned, will join us. Uh, Brad Powers, fresh off a, a solid week on our program, will join us top of the hour, as he always does, 7 o'clock Eastern. Dari Noka from the SEC Network will join Dari. us. Yeah, 7.30 p.m. And then uh, another one of your guys. I'm yeah. sure you guys will bask in the two-lane greatness. My top 25, brother. Doug Ellen, creator of Entourage, two-lane alum, and a host of the Victory Podcast. He will join <laughs> us with his weekly picks. Now, I'll be curious because he is always fading Russ Wilson, but it didn't get to the window yesterday if you laid the points. So we'll hmm. see how Doug's uh, demeanor is and if he's changing up things as the New York Jets head to Denver. All right, a quick uh, look at some bettable or forgettable, some news today. And we'll start with uh, the news that Dak Prescott is allegedly expected to start against the Detroit Lions. Cowboys did go four and run with uh, Cooper Rush filling in. But is this, Sean, now that Dak is back, both this weekend against the Lions and Moving forward in the futures market, is this bettable or forgettable? Uh, it's a week too late for Cooper Rush. Let me say that. <laughs> uh, this should have happened last week. And he'd still be in line for a big deal this offseason. Now he'll return as the Cowboys' backup quarterback. Um, 
I actually like the Lions in this spot, and it didn't really matter who played quarterback. I think they get DeAndre Swift back. I know that Armand St. Brown, Brown is back fully healthy. I like the Lions in this spot. I think this is a dangerous, dangerous spot for Dallas here. Okay. Uh, staying in the NFC East, it was uh, officially announced today that Taylor Heineke, the return of Heineke, he will start for Carson Wentz this week as the Commanders welcome the Green Bay Packers to town. The Commanders are catching five and a half against the Green Bay Packers. Sean, I know this is uh, much to your dismay because you prefer to see Sam Howell in there, but is this bettable or forgettable news that Taylor Heineke back as the starter? Well, I've officially uh, eliminated the Washington Commanders from a team that I talk about, have an opinion on, <laughs> until they move to Sam Howell. Everything about them is forgettable. It's your guy. It's your guy, Sam Howell. Yeah. I've already seen Taylor Heineke. Um, a lot of him. It's not, it's not the greatest. <laughs> we will see. Hey, he, he scrambled that time and had that leap to the end zone in the playoffs. Remember that? That was fun. And then Chase Young pointed to his name. And then he went out and was, I think, the worst quarterback in all of the NFL last year. was against the Bucs. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, bettable or forgettable, Sean? The Ravens have signed the ageless Deshaun Jackson. Well, unless he's going to play defense in the second half of the fourth quarter, I don't think anything else matters. They seem to be just... Giving up leads left and right. They sure do. Deshaun Jackson, welcome back. Deshaun to the NFL. That's Sean. I'm Tim. It's a top three Tuesday on NBA opening night. A little NBA flavor. Stick around for that next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. <laughs> but it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Prime Time with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alongside... Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray keeping our eye on game five of the ALDS Yankees leading five to one right now against the Cleveland Guardians and they now have men at first and second in the bottom of the sixth inning. I need one run for the over correct. Yep. All right. Yep. Need one run. Sean rolling with the over and the home team in this spot a total of what was it six and a half. Yep. Nice. Because you played that last night. Did you get refunded and then just played it again? Uh, No, because I had it tied into uh, the Vancouver Canucks, who had a 4-2 lead and lost 6-4. That was was not ideal. Yeah. The only standalone I had was uh, Broncos plus four and my no touchdown in the game prop, which should have hit. I saw you eating a Subway sandwich before the show. It wasn't that one. And I was hoping yeah. I was hoping that I would get a Subway sandwich today. Yeah, what well, what Russ wrote and asked me if I I, I support it. Mm-hmm. I didn't write back. <laughs> you you're gonna owe Gino Smith money. 
after using that. Maybe one of the greatest bars <laughs> in the history of live interviews. Uh, Cody Decker going to join us at the bottom of the hour. TV superstar Cody Decker, that is. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on the NLCS and a little foreshadowing to what we could expect from a potential Yankees and Astros series with the Yankees leading 5-1. to one. And uh, Don't mush me, by the way. You know. Yeah, just I, saying. All right, continue on. I, do, I have Yankees I do and Yankees want, over six and a half. I will so. say, I'm conflicted because my, our guy, Adam Burke, man, he's he's Captain Cleveland. Well, you know? yeah, but it's an emotional situation here. There's no emotion. I'm like the Guardians or the Yankees. I'm a Rays fan through and through. I don't have any futures tickets on either team. I have them on the Padres. Mariners, too, but they lost. Yeah, we need the Padres. Yeah, so I'm not attached to this game emotionally. So All right. Adam is. We will uh, – I know. That's why I kind of – would, I would like to see him win. What do we pull for on primetime? Our pockets. Well, yeah, unless unless I make bets against my team and then you, you know, yell at me. All right. It is a Tuesday. The NBA season starts tonight. We have two NBA games on the slate. We've got the Philadelphia 76ers taking on the reigning Eastern Conference champion Boston Celtics and the reigning world champion Golden State Warriors against the Los Angeles Lakers. Warriors lay in seven and a half, Celtics lay in three, and that led us to our top three Tuesday, which is our favorite NBA title future bets right now on the start of the season. So, Sean King, lead us off with number three. What is your most <clears throat> intriguing NBA title future? So, these are all about value for me. Mm-hmm. Not most likely, but... I think the team, the two most talented teams that also have the most emotional instability are the Philadelphia 76ers and Brooklyn Nets. So uh, I did place a wager on the Sixers at 14 to 1. Maybe adding PJ Tucker gives them some toughness physically and mentally to go along with the uber talented Joel Embiid. And we'll see is James Harden old or is he still capable of, at minimum, still being a knockdown three point sniper? Um, my other. Bet was the Brooklyn Nets. We're going to go in order here. What are we going to do here? We've been doing this for oh, how I many I was weeks? Give all three of mine. Yeah, you go, give all three of yours. Go in order. We got number oh, three. Oh, they started the Pelicans yeah. at the bottom. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, the Pelicans. <laughs> okay, well, I'll start the Pelicans. I was going on the list. The list right here says one, two, three. We've been doing this for like five weeks. So we go from the bottom up. I'll go alternate. You're yelling. Uh, I'll go Pelicans. Uh, they're forty to one. Uh, again, this is not necessarily likely, but I do think it has. A possibility. Uh, Pelicans 36 and 46. Uh, that's a six game improvement, I think, on the year before in the win column. And they made the playoffs and won a series and made some noise. Actually sent Chris Paul and the Suns home. Mm-hmm. Probably a reason that team will never be the same again. Uh, having said that, there is one significant occurrence. Zion Williamson is back. I don't know if you read the article. I think it was in The Athletic where it was written about him battling with depression because of people calling him fat all last year, and he got himself into shape. He looks great. Uh, if he stays healthy, I, I like the combo of him, Brandon Ingram. Uh, they traded for C.J. McCollum, you know, so I like that team. I think 41 is a great price. So, remember, they, they took Phoenix to the max. They went six games to them, but I, I don't disagree with it. I think at, at 40-1, to one, interesting long shot, especially with Zion being back. Uh, so, yeah, good look there, 40-1. to one. That is your third favorite future. Uh, mine would be more uh, – my number three is the Bucks. Not going on a limb there, and we'll get a little bigger odds as we go further. You know why I didn't like them? Why is that? 
I'm not really getting value at plus 650, and they didn't fix what I thought their real issue was, which is shooting. Their main issue was injuries. Chris Middleton, if Chris Middleton plays against the Celtics, they win that series. I I guess you're right. So Middleton, but they're still banged up, right? Middleton's missing the start of the season. Uh, Pat Connaughton's missing the start of the season. They did go out and get Joe Ingles. He's not going to be back until the middle part of the season. So as JVT pointed out, in the basketball betting guy, which is available, vcin.com backslash or slash uh, subscribe, he would look at the under on the win total because I don't know how they're going to look at the regular season, but at the end of the day, they've got Giannis. I think they were the best team in the Eastern Conference last year, but injuries bit them. So at plus 650, I'm looking at the Bucks there, but not my favorite future right now, Sean. Yeah, all right. Uh, number two, I have the Nets. Nobody's going to put out more talented twosome than Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Uh, ben Simmons is healthy, even though he shot an air ball. I saw it. You saw it. <laughs> uh, but they don't need him to shoot. That's why they have Seth Curry and Joe Harris. And if they can all stay healthy, uh, maybe just maybe kind of all the moons in Brooklyn come together and then the Nets make a run. If they get in the playoffs, they're very dangerous. So I know 7-1 is not a great number, but I think that's as good as the number is going to get if and when they start playing well and look like a real championship team. All right, my number two selection, these odds courtesy of BetMGM, uh, is the Philadelphia 76ers at 14-1. to one. Copycat. Go ahead. It's not on the list. I, I, By the I, way, can you stop? I spoke out loud. Can you stop sending said it. your selections in the group text? Because that allows you this ridiculous... <laughs> ability to say well you know you're a copycat you know what i do i send them directly to britain usually before you respond to the text message so i went philadelphia 76ers what kind of james harden are we going to get uh trusting in james harden to do anything positive in the playoffs is a pretty terrible assumption because you know the track record year after year after year is his him you know wetting the bed but we've got harden we've got maxi we've got harris P.J. Tucker, a nice addition there as uh, he's the ageless one. Uh, they went out and got DeAnthony Melton. I like the pieces they added to the bench here and, of course, Joel Embiid. So at 14-1 to 1, in a pretty loaded Eastern Conference, uh, I do like the Philadelphia 76ers. Not my favorite, but number two current NBA championship bet. And uh, like I said, uh, t- Tim copied my Sixers pick, but that's okay because – Genius likes company. I get tired of being lonely. So what I'll do is I will go back to when we had VEASAN's NBA betting analyst Jonathan Von Tobel on last week and give you three of his favorite plays. He loves Tari Eason for Rookie of the Year. Tari, that's T-A-R-I, Eason for Rookie of the Year. He currently sits at 80-1. to He loves Carl Anthony Towns for MVP. That sits at 75 to 1, and he loves Herb Jones for Defensive Player of the Year. That sits at 66 to 1. So, Herb Jones, DPOY, Carl Anthony Towns, MVP, Tari Easton, Rookie of the Year. That's better than me regurgitating what Tim said because oh. we both have the Sixers, which I is good. That means we both like them. I didn't have the Sixers at number one. You could have given, you know, stepped forward. But I, I started with the Sixers and gave my whole reason why. Well, you don't follow directions very well. All right, number one for me. The you Den- could have just been like, hey, man, go check out our guy JVT, you know, the NBA betting guy. I, I'm reading from it. I already did. Jeez. I, I mean, do you you have, like, earwax? Same. I already said in this segment. God bless Miss Murray. Just I don't have to deal with you for three hours. I couldn't imagine, like, the other 21 in the day. 
Go worry about Jerry Bohannon's injury, all right, and USF. <laughs> they, the first of all, <laughs> they, were, they stunk when he was healthy. Yeah. Yeah, only a loser would act like that's why they aren't any good. No, you were bad with him, and you ran the other guy off. Denver Nuggets would be my favorite future right now at 18-1. to 1. Uh, This is a team that got dragged into the playoffs by the MVP of the league, Nikola Jokic. Jamal Murray is back. Michael Porter Jr. is back. They went out and traded for Contavious Caldwell-Pope. They added Bruce Brown. Love this Nuggets team. I love their win total over. And once again to the playoffs, we'll see what happens. But that, was, that 18 to 1 will be gone as we get further into the season. They are going to be a dominant right. regular It'll season be team. 180 to 1. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. We'll talk to Cody Decker next. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN Pro, Pro subscribers get access to the best betting talent in the game. If you, have, if you haven't subscribed yet to VEASAN, well, here's a midseason offer to make you a smarter better. Sign up now for just 99 bucks and get VEASAN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl. You'll get everything VEASAN has to offer, including our 24-7 live shows and subscriber-only betting guides to college bowl season and the Super Bowl all for less than the normal monthly rate. You'll also get VEASAN's subscriber-only season prep guides to the NHL, NBA, and World Cup. It's the best bet in the game. 99 bucks for VEASAN Pro. Now through the Super Bowl, sign up VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Alongside Sean King, who's sweating out a over in Yankee Stadium. Yankees and Guardians right now, seven to one, excuse me, five to one. Sean wishes it was seven to one. Five to one, Yankees right now. This one in the seventh inning. How you feeling? Uh, it's kind of one of those games I needed to happen before it's too late and it doesn't. Like last and the sixth, uh, Guardians stranded two and the Yankees stranded two. Like, so I, I, I really need to go ahead and get it over the six and a half threshold. Well, let's bring in our next guest. Maybe he has opinions on this game, what he's watching, what we could see in the ALCS, and what we will see in the NLCS TV superstar, Woo! Cody Decker. There he is in lovely New York City. The reason he was running around, he was, you know, he had his head out trying to hear what was going on at the Bronx, you know, living there in New York City. Big man, big city. How are you, Cody? Baby, I'm living the dream. I'm talking to my boys in Vegas on VEASAN. How you guys doing? Sean King, Tim Murray. By the way, I hear what you were talking about for that over. That was um, a choice, Sean. That was a choice. <laughs> well, it looked good. Uh, and it, I got a man on second now in the seventh. Uh, like I said, <laughs> it's kind of one of those situations. Uh, four men stranded on base in the sixth inning. Let's go ahead and get one of these guys across home plate right quick, fellas. Well, we got we got this Yankees game going on, and, and we'll get to, back to it in just a moment. But I'm so fired up for the NLCS. Uh, it's certainly a bit surprising uh, to see the Padres knock out not one but two 100-win teams. And then the Philadelphia Phillies. Boy, the bats got red hot. So let's start with your former team, the San Diego Padres. Very cool picture, by the way, you tweeted out. 
kind of neat. Mm, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. A little bit of a thing about a throwback when I was nine years old. And yes, I did make the big, big leagues with the Padres. And I do love me some San Diego Padres. And I like them in this series, by the way. I liked them in the Mets series. I didn't yes, hear did. a whole lot of people. Didn't hear a whole lot of people saying that, Tim. I liked him in the Dodgers series. I didn't hear a whole lot of people saying that, Tim. Hey, I like him in this series, and everybody's on the bandwagon, but I was here first, so I'm more important. Listen, the pods look good, man. They got a good pitching staff. They got themselves a good offense, and yes, the Phillies are hot, but you guys will understand this reference just about as good as anybody. The Philadelphia Phillies are George Foreman in his 50s. As long as you stay away from that right hook, you should be just fine, and as long as you put the ball in play, this team will make enough mistakes that you can beat them. However, they do got Wheeler. They do got Nola, but I like me some you Darvish. I like me some Joe Musgrove. I think the Padres are going to the World Series, people. I really do, and I'm hoping I'm not guaranteeing, but I'm hoping we're getting a rematch from 1998. That's right. I'm talking San Diego, New York, baby. Get Trevor Hoffman out here. We're going to need a redemption story, babe. You're just trying to get to go to a live playoff game while the rest of us want to see games (laughs) play when they're scheduled, man. You guys got to get a dome. (laughs) I will say this, though. uh, I kind of have a Padres pre-Fernando Tatis taking cough syrup or almond milk or whatever kind of mixture that got him banned uh, that's 22 to 1. So when you were floating around as a White Sox uh, lover, we were betting Padres to win it all. So we are on board with you. I will say this. Philly has surprised everyone. The defense has held up. The bullpen has held up. We knew the bats were capable, but it was the other two that have been most shocking. Agree with that or something bigger happened that surprised you? Maybe Dodgers not being here. Well, the Dodgers not being here is a big surprise, but here's the thing. I've been talking about it all season long. The moment they announced that new playoff schedule, I was not adamant. uh, I was not feeling very good that this was particularly a good thing for the best teams in the game. The Dodgers falling to it. Hey, the Yankees might be moving on here, but let's not make it. Let's not have any qualms here. It was not a comfortable series for them. And quite frankly, if it was going the way it should have been, this team should have already been moved on four days ago, but every single team that had gotten the buy had stumbled out the gate. I know that we're looking at the Houston Astros and saying, oh, well, they swept their series. Did they? Did they really? Yes, on paper, they swept their series, but they had to come back from behind and win in walk-off fashion in game one. They ended up having a drag-out game in game two, and game three was 19 innings. Let's be real clear. Mm -hmm. This was the most non-sweep in the history of sweeps. The Astros didn't look sharp. We saw the Dodgers didn't look sharp. The Yankees haven't looked sharp, even though they're getting this series win today. And last but not least, I mean, no one looked sharp. This has been a very unique playoff situation, but I'm digging the San Diego Padres going forward. Specifically, you just mentioned the teams they've already beaten. The Mets, the Dodgers, quite frankly, the Philadelphia Phillies shouldn't stand a chance. But here we are looking at a real legitimate series between two teams that no one was expecting to see. I think the San Diego Padres are real. I think Manny Machado is going to go off this series. I think Manny Machado is going to end up being the NLCS MVP, in fact. Interesting piggybacking that thought process because I thought that because of the bullpen usage and not having enough time to turn around their one and two starters, that it would be the teams that played that had a disadvantage. But it was the teams that were off. Rhythm was off. Uh, all of their aces, Max Free, Justin Verlander, um, drawing a blank on the Dodgers guy, they all had rough outings. They did. Got roughed they did. Well, up. Well, uh, I, don't know if, I don't know if the Dodgers aces got roughed up, 
But there was, I mean, there's been a lot of criticism, yeah. Sean, about the handling of the bullpen and the pitching staff by Dave Roberts. And I do think it's been a little bit loud, louder than it should be, Sean. But I do not agree with taking out Clayton Kershaw in the fifth inning when he only gave up three runs. Mm-hmm. I did not agree with taking out Tyler Anderson when he'd given up no runs in the fifth. In fact, that was a mistake, a bad mistake, a mistake that I really, truly think the Yankees almost made today by pulling Nestor Cortez when they did. Luckily, they got out of that inning. So my point was going to be, or my question for you was going to be, Astros haven't played since Saturday. Now mm-hmm. they're not going to play till tomorrow. Do you think history repeats itself? Are the Yankees, even though it looks on paper like they're more taxed, but they have played more recently, uh, do they have an advantage, you think, on tomorrow? Well, that's considering know. they win. I don't know if it's an advantage, but here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm giving the Yankees a lot more uh, opportunity here to win this series than I did five days ago. Truly, I didn't think there was a single team in Major League Baseball that was going to knock out the Houston Astros, even into the World Series section. However, watching the, uh, quite frankly, watching the Seattle Mariners take them to the limits that they did, I truly think that the Astros are in a little bit of trouble. I don't know about this layoff for their hitters. We already saw saw Jose Altuve struggle. Honestly, we saw their entire lineup struggle the entire series. It took them about five innings in game one to even get their bats going. And this is a longer layoff than the the wild card round was. So I'm actually a little worried about the Houston Astros, which is good for me because I already told you I want me a Padre Yankee World (laughs) Series. You want to show up in a Yankees or Padres hat there at Yankee Stadium. Stadium in your new town of New yes, York I City. Do. Yankees got to get I a want dome. Things thrown at. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you? We're talking yeah. with Cody Decker, our good friend. Uh, catch him on television. Ooh. Oh, what a handsome man! The Carton Show, FS1 in the mornings. I, I'm curious your thoughts because you played, you know, a long time in, in the minors, and, and of course got up there with the Padres. You've run into people who have been managed by Dusty Baker. You, you, I'm sure you know. I don't know if you've met him before. I mean, I. I I've never met the guy. I, you know, interviewed him a couple of times. Seems like an incredible human. He's like, I, I call him the real life, uh, most interesting man in the world, right? What were those uh, Dos Equis? Yeah, He's like yeah. everywhere. He's met everyone. Never got it done as a manager winning the World Series. Is that a real concern or is that something we in the media sometimes kind of put up a little bit too high? I think we put it up a little bit too high, but I don't think, listen, Hiring Dusty Baker was the greatest decision in the Houston Astros' entire existence. Why? Because everyone hates the Astros, even now. I have yet to meet a single person who has a negative thing to say about Dusty Baker. You can't. He's the coolest man who ever lived. Yet the guy is rocking toothpicks for 40 years. There is just <laughs> nobody cooler. Let, yeah, let's be real clear. Dusty Baker is my, my greatest regret that I wasn't good enough to last to play on a team that he was managing. I would have given anything just to get the tutelage of Dusty Baker. But my mentor grew Growing up was Reggie Smith. His best friend is Dusty Baker. And I got to hear Dusty Baker on a phone call once, which was just like spending time with him and playing with him. Yeah, Dusty Baker is the coolest man in the world. And the only reason I want to see the Astros ever win a World Series because I want to see a ring on Dusty Baker's finger because Dusty Baker is going to go down in history as one of, if not the greatest manager who ever lived. How many teams have he taken to the taken all the way into the playoffs? Not only the playoffs, but all the way to the World Series. The answer is a couple. Yep. Got to meet Dusty in 2004. Myself and Emmett Smith when they met him at the Ritz uh, up, up in Scottsdale. Uh, I had yeah, right. a Padron Exclusivo. Unbelievable person. <laughs> he seems. We like, get it. You're cool. Yeah. Yeah. But then he he yells at me all the time, Cody. <laughs> 
Get your shut eye. Enjoy the Padres. Do the Padres win five seconds tonight? Yes, they do. I love you, Darvish, guys. I love the money line. All right, there it is. See, see, see you perfect later. Perfect way to end. Cody Decker, the one and only. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you, here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. 
Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket scorer prop on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. Yankee Stadium right now. Yankees 5, Guardians 1. Sean needs just one run. Just one more for the over. Yep. He does have the Yankees, so he doesn't want too many to come from. No, I don't care which way it comes right now. Well, you don't want like a grand no, slam from the Guardians. Well, I'll take my chances. With that. I got to get over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so while you sweat that out, Sean, we will get to. Like my shirt. There you go. What a sweat. What a sweat. So it is time for this week's letdown spots. Hmm. And. Some big games last weekend, so... So I just want to point something out. We do this every Tuesday, and Sean sometimes laughs, and he says, oh, that's, that's, that's terrible. You know, he does his you know, typical condescending things when I you know, bring information to the table. I just want to point out something. Uh, can we show last week's letdown spots? Let's take a look at this graphic. Here we go. Uh, Notre Dame against Stanford. I said, eh, coming off of a BYU game could be tricky. Lost outright. Texas against Iowa State. Sean laughed, and then Brad Powers came on his show and said, oh, yeah, I totally agree. One by three. Utah State came off of a big win over Air Force. One by four. Wisconsin, fresh off of Jimmy Leonard's first victory, they lost outright to Michigan State. The four teams I pointed out in possible letdown spots, 0-4 ATS, two of them lost outright. Just... I don't need it. I just, you and you, you always scoff at, you know, this segment. You, you make fun, and then Brad Powers comes on and says Iowa State's one of his favorite plays, and oh, lo and behold, on your confidence plays, there was the Cyclones. Just uh, So before we have any guests, I mean, am I supposed to put my confidence plays out now? I'm just saying. I mean, information. You, I believe you said no shot. Information. And then Brad came on and you said, oh, yeah, I totally agree. But I just was poking you. All right, let's get yeah. to this week's for it potential year. letdown spots. And we'll start with Tennessee. Definite. They play UT Martin, ladies and gentlemen. There is no line available right now on this game because it is a FBS versus FCS game. They're 4-2, though. UT Martin doesn't suck. Yeah. Uh, they are top 20 in the FCS rankings. Dresser wins a good quarterback. So, I don't know what this line will be. We'll talk to Brad Powers coming up top of the hour. What does he think? Maybe look for a UT Martin first half if we're catching, like, 
three, four touchdowns. This line is going to be enormous. It's a reason they haven't put it out yet. Well, no, there's a re- they don't put out FBS versus FCS until usually Saturday well, morning. Plus, they don't have a goalpost. <laughs> they also do not have goalposts. As as I put it out there, where are the goalposts? <laughs> uh, UT Martin did, uh, I think, come out and say, hey, if you want to play at our place, uh, we have goalposts. How so. do you walk out of a stadium with goalposts? Were you going to stop those guys? Who had it? Like, How do you even get it out of the tunnel? The mob. The mob had it and threw it in, what, the Tennessee River? So, (laughs) Tennessee playing (laughs) UT Martin this week. We will see what that line is. Unless they make this line 20-something, I'm probably going UT Martin. All right. Stanford. Stanford got their first victory over an FBS opponent since October 2nd of 2021. Notre Dame-Stanford, by the way, is a rivalry game. There's a trophy. It's the Legends Trophy. So they went to South Bend, and they got a victory. And if you watch the game, it was ugly. It was very boring. And the postgame win expectancy for Stanford was actually 22%. So it wasn't a game in which they dominated by any stretch of the imagination. Arizona State coming off a bye. They're going to be licking their chops I would not be opposed to uh, taking the Sun Devils here. This game will be in Stanford, but let's be honest. You know, Sean, there's no atmosphere hey, at I, Stanford I was games. already on this game. Great scheduling spot for the uh, Sun Devils. Uh, I hope Emory Jones is all right. But He's playing. Trenton Bruge, uh is better. Emory Jones is, uh, is expected to play. So maybe we'll get like a, a two-headed quarterback situation there, we, but I like, I like issue in this And game. we saw Arizona State show some life yeah. uh, before the bye with Herm Edwards being fired. Okay, another game. TCU, man, whew. Uh, they have just been running through it. And you go back to late September, they played SMU, a rivalry game. Their, form, their coach coached at SMU. Mm-hmm. They win that game. They go play Oklahoma. They put up 55 points. Then they go to Kansas. College game day is there. They win that game. They come back home. They play top 10 Oklahoma State. They're down. They come back. They win in double overtime. And now they got to turn back around and play Kansas State. A Kansas State team that always seems, Sean, especially under Chris Kleiman, to thrive in the underdog role. Oh, by the way, Kansas State coming off of a bye. Only thing in TCU's favor is this game's in Fort Worth. The only thing going in their favor. Everything else favors Kansas State. Also, the fact that I have a preseason. I know we got a lot of people on the bandwagon now, but I'll, I'm not mad at it. A uh, ticket on Kansas State to win the Big 12. So I'm not only agreeing with your letdown spot, I am taking Kansas State money line. Okay. Colorado. The fighting Mike Pritchards. Got their first win. <laughs> well done, Colorado. Went to overtime, beat Cal 20-13. to 13. You know what they did, Sean, mm. after they won that game? What was it? They stormed the field. They stormed the field. I got no problems with it. Yeah, that was it's their been, first win. It's been a tough year. Now you got to go up to Corvallis. You're feeling, you're feeling good about yourself. And let's just look at games that Colorado has played prior to that victory against Cal. Let's see. Oh, 23-point loss to Arizona. 28-point loss to UCLA. 42-point loss to Colorado. 31-point loss to Air Force. 25-point loss to TCU. 
I could see Oregon State opening up a can on Colorado, fresh off their first win. Mike Sanford trying to keep that job. They are a 24-point underdog on the road up in Corvallis. Or maybe Oregon State, I don't know, sleepwalks through this game. Certainly possible. But just point it out, Colorado, fresh off their first win of the season, Sean. They go on the road to Corvallis. The only thing that makes me uncertain about this game is the fill-in quarterback for Oregon State, Ben Goldbrinson. He didn't play lights out last week against Washington State. They won, but they only put up 24, and it's statistically he didn't have a very good game. So 24 is a big number. But I do agree with everything else that you said. Final one, and Adam Burke put this in his Situational Spots article on vcin.com. He puts that up every Tuesday. It's always a good good listen or a good read. I always check it out, see what games he's intrigued by. I don't know if there's a letdown spot. More so, maybe it is. Think about BYU. BYU's an independent, Sean. Mm-hmm. Next year they'll be in the Big 12, but they go big game hunting. They try to knock off the big boys, and they did so. They beat Baylor at home this year. They lost to Oregon. At the time, you know, this is pre-Stanford loss where it looked like Notre Dame was a viable, you know, candidate Mm -hmm. to be something. Uh, They lost that game. They turn around. They welcome in Arkansas, and they lose that game. Where's the mind of BYU at this point in the season? You've got three losses. You had hopes and dreams of – not only making a, a New Year's Six, maybe maybe making the college football playoff if we run the table. You were preseason top 15, and now you've got three losses, and you got to travel to Lynchburg, Virginia to take on Liberty. You are a six-and-a-half or seven-point underdog. How motivated is BYU to be traveling to Lynchburg, Virginia to play Liberty after playing Notre Dame, Arkansas back-to-back games. They've already played Oregon. They've played Baylor. And now you got to play Liberty? Do 30-year-olds have let down spots? <laughs> it's not like your normal college roster. <laughs> uh, touche. Touche. All right. There you go. Uh, the letdown spots this week. We will see what Brad Powers thinks of those letdown spots and what are his favorite plays. I'm still counting my money from that Old Dominion outright victory last week. One hour in the books, two to go. It's V-CIN primetime. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.